tall sounds for man, I miss Andre. Are you started? Oh man. I gotta warm up. I didn't even warm up. I'm gonna edit this out anyway. Uh let me pull this up. Alright. Good? You good? Ah! Alright. I'm gonna edit this out. Once I said it. I already said that, right? Okay, I yeah. guess. Okay. Um You already know who it is. Thanks, Justo. Back with another episode of Justo's Talks. And I'm here with the you one and only. Don't cut me off. Okay. Don't cut me off. Shit, do your things mm-hmm. out of I got you, gang. Right I got you, gang. I'm here with the black Angie Martinez, the female Charlemagne, the go to media in Atlanta. India Rice. How you doing, India? I'm good. Life is good. How you been feeling, man? How's been? How's your week been going? Um, my week's been good. Pretty chill. Pretty busy. But you know, that's pretty nice. good. Yeah. That's nice. All right. So let's go and warm things up. Uh, aren't M and M's just Skittles with chocolate? Yes. I didn't have anything to debate. Yes. All right, man. Let's get let's get into you, man. So who's India Rice? Okay, India Rice is now India Sharice, which is my Instagram name and my blog title. And, um, yeah, I'm just a lover of all things media, all things culture. And I just want to create content that puts other people on and just shows people who don't have access to media, like, what the world is around them. So that's really, like, where I'm at with it. Like, I don't know if I want to be a journalist or a writer or anything. I just know I want to put out culture that matters. Okay. All right. I'm basically on the same, you the same same platform when it comes to media yes but also like you just before we actually started recording you asked me why did i start the podcast i lied a little bit it's really because you were part part of it partially Oh, because okay. once i started you seeing you going out to media events and just started interviewing these random celebrities and just random people just asking them any question like any sort of type of question i was like damn i'm basically doing the same shit with the podcast just not filming it you know i feel like i can just i feel like i can I feel like I can go out in the real world and just do what you do, even though not not many, not as many people can do what she can do, because the people has she been around, I ain't gonna lie, I would shit myself, <laughs> I would be scared shitless, I wouldn't know any, I wouldn't know what to say at all. But yeah, I just want to give you your flowers, shout out Nori, for you know, actually helping us, you know, giving us the uh, inspiration of starting this podcast. So thank you, no thank problem. you so much. That feels good to hear people like you know recognizing your work yeah. and i'll give you your flowers too because you're doing your thing for real hey man i'm just starting out this is the what for fourth this is the fourth joe behind the camera yeah like, shout out producer joe you can say something bro yo <laughs> but yeah i'm not doing that much man it's only the fourth episode recorded and this is technically the what hold on let me do the math because prince was tw- i think prince was 22nd Lonnie was 23rd, then we had to, this is 25th, 25th, we on the way, on our way to 50. Yeah. 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 That's lit. Yeah. See, you should, man, he know he doing though. <laughs> Most be trying to downplay and act like they like, you know, super, super humble, which is okay, I but pop your shit. Man, like, I'm you like, going crazy. Off camera, I'm not humble at all. Well. I talk my shit. We knew that. Very much. You will see later on this week, I ain't gonna say nothing though. But yeah, so what made you want to step into the media space um i think really i've always loved like like i said pop culture so that's music that's fashion and like everything like when i was a little kid i wanted to literally be everything i wanted to be an actress a scientist all like just a whole bunch of different things and i was like why not just be able to be in all those spaces at different times by becoming a media personality you can interview a scientist you can interview an actress you can you know, be in laboratories, you can be in politics, just all from being a media personality. So I was like, I want to combine all those things and do all the things that I love, but serve people the best way that I know how, which is by like educating people through media and showing people, you know, the different things that there are in the world. So I was just inspired just because of what I love, but also because I know that there is a need for education of different type of aspects to give back to people through media. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the easiest way to give back because people always have a phone they might use a newspaper. You know, they're just different outlets. So I was just like, why not? Okay. Well, let me ask you this. 
Cause you said you said you want to step into like the political area. Um, I want to do the same thing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't because I'm scared of judgment. So when you when you uh step into the political space, do you feel like there's like like a string type of holding you back? Like oh, I can say this, but I can't say this at the same time. Yeah, I I don't know if it's judgment for me. I feel like it's more so like having a target on your back. Because mm. the minute you start talking about politics, it's like, okay, they might know too much. Or they might think too much. So right. we're going to, you know, undo all the work that they did to get where they are. That's why I'm like, I'm like on the fence culture? about it. Well, no, I don't even, I don't even, mm. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm literally just thinking about, like, look at all the people who have historically, like, had an input on, like, politics and where they, like, ended up. Like, look at how people treated Malcolm X. Look how they treated Angela Davis. Or just look at how, like, they try and censor people who are, like, on the news or, like, an Angela Rye. And they try to, like, um, shadow ban people. Like, I don't want that. And then also it has a negative toll on me too. Like politics gets negative. And like I said, I'm influenced by pop culture. I love everything happy, airy, and pop. But it's just like at the same time, I feel like there's still a way to service people through politics. It's just like, okay, I'll do my media, but I'm not going to like fully engulf myself in that because it's like I know that there's other things to do, you Mm -hmm. know? Like I feel like the minute you get fully engulfed into politics, it's like, oh, like they talking some real stuff. Like, no, I'm not even trying to be on that for real. Just... So you just dibble dabble here. And yeah, there. dabbling that, but everything else is like okay. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm go full fledged. Yeah, yeah but there. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I tried. I tried that one time. Try step into the polit- the political world. And I, nah. Yes. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It's dead for real. It's very dead. That's like like a bunch of fifty year olds, them near forty, just giving out. How do you feel about Joe Biden and? See, here we go. He's trying to get me in just, trouble. I'm just, I, I'm just okay. You don't got to say too much. How do I feel about... How do you feel about what they're doing right now? Do you... I feel like and what... Yeah, the way it's looking right now. But I think in what way? In what aspect? Like, like how, do you, how do you feel about... How do you... Okay. Do you think... Yeah, what Joe just said. Do you think he's doing a good role as a president as of right now? I just feel like a lot of the stuff that we asked for and vouched for is not being met. Like, what's up with the student loans? Like, what's up with, like, you know, helping people in the hood out? You get what I'm saying? Like... I just feel like it's a lot of stuff that we thought we were going to get in, like, in the first 100 days of him being on office, if that even is what it is. But, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, I don't know, not that I'm being lied to, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like he can do better. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's for sure. Like, And I didn't understand people were like, um, just because he, he won the election and he did all this doesn't mean he's going to be, like, good or he's going to do all these things. And now I look back at it and I'm like, I should have listened because yeah. I, I reposted a thing where it was like he had the 4PF chain on. Like, I'm sitting here eating my words. Like, you're not 4PF no more. Oh, yeah, like, I, snagged that, I snagged that picture. Exactly. Yeah. In a so, way, I feel like all presidents, they make promises that they just don't keep, though. Which that's is just, true. Yeah. But at the same that's time. Politics. I mean, yeah, that's true, but I feel like a lot, like a bulk of the stuff that we asked for is not being made. Because typically at least one. Right. Something like at least one. So, I don't know. You know, the crown, that that, that happened recently, so stuff like that, you know. But I'm just on the fence. Like, it's not, he's not like Bible, but he's just like, okay, he's not Trump. Right? Right. I mean, some people would say that he's doing worse than Trump. And I've seen that, too. (laughs) <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah. But Same I just, page. like I said, I don't get into, I can't get into all that. I don't even know. Like, these days, I literally forgot who the president was. Come on, India. Come on now. I mean, and that might sound crazy. But not that I, I didn't forget who he was, but I forgot that anything else was going on. I was just like, that's how that's how lackluster it feels. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It just feels like we're living at this point. Right. Honestly. That, exactly. And I don't want to live my life like I'm just living. Like, it needs to be purposeful, but I don't know. Okay, so let's go back to the music space because that was a very wild tangent. Yeah. Uh, So do you think that women have it hard in the media world? In the media world? Yeah. Yes. Well, well so? no. I'm not going to. Yes. I'm, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I'm not going to say. Because me personally, I feel like, well, from my point of view, I see that, you know, right before I was going to step into the media world, I see a lot more women than men actually doing like interviews you know being influencers you know stuff like that i actually see more women 
than men. But since we have you here, I want to see, you know your perspective. I feel like just in any industry, they try and treat us like we don't know shit. Mm. And I feel like that's a big part of why I'm doing this because it's just like I want to show people that I know stuff. Like, for example, like think about all the times that like guys have like rap tangents at a lunch table in high school. Yeah. And like I was always that one girl to just be like, I want to talk. Like I know that there's female rappers. I have a take on hip hop mm. and I wanted to jump in, but it would always be difficult because, you know, they always screaming and yelling. And I feel like the media industry is full of a whole bunch of guys like that. And they try and treat us like we don't know shit. But mm-hmm. it's a whole bunch of other media personalities out there who who are women who really know what's going on. So I just think they try and treat us like we don't know nothing or we're just sex symbols. But no, like we have brains. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We might right. look good, but we still have stuff to say. So that's just where it's at. Like, I don't know. Like, that's how I feel. Well, that actually bounces to the next question. It goes, uh, okay, why do you... Why do you think society uh, perceives women as the submissive? This, damn, I can't talk. The submissive side, right? And why should we move away from that? Because a lot of there's a lot of movement towards that specific problem right there. What do you mean, like, like, like they treat them, in what way? Like they treat them like they the little niggas. So you, yeah, like they try and sun us. Yeah. You know, here it's kind of it's kind of coming around as the same thing. So how do you feel about that? Um I just think it's bogus. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I got, we have so many great ideas and so many great things to say. Like look at Isa, like like you said Angie Martinez. Like look at all these women who really have things to say. Like you really can't sun us at the end of the day. Like y'all can try and say what y'all want to say. Y'all can try and, you know, put us in boxes and stuff, but we're always going to like rise above and show y'all that like we do this like period like there's no way to like box us in at all to me because i feel like what we have to say is going to surpass it all anyway okay how you gonna break that box just by you know doing me coming up with new ideas and just you know uplifting other women who want to be in the industry you know just showing people that women have a lot to say and that we have important things to say. Like, that's the important thing is just breaking boxes, just continuing to, like, grind and go hard and just, you know, create the media spaces that we want and just uplift one another because we can't be crabs in a barrel and, like, pull each other down. Like, we literally have to just own every room and just be all that women are in essence in the media industry. And that's greatness, you know? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what made you want to start Young ATL? Okay, Young ATL mis- Plus. It's still a mystery to me. I still don't know why or when you started it. See, it's actually, it all goes back to media. But uh-huh. um, in 2020, I was like, you know, everybody was looking for ways to make money, you know, start a brand. So I was like, okay, Young ATL. I was scamming. We need to cut that out. I'm, li- I'm, li- we gotta, <laughs> I'm lying. We got to edit lying, it out. I'm lying. I'm lying. He, yeah, I'm lying. he lying. For legal purposes, I'm lying. For legal purposes. But, um, What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong? Why would you say that? But I wanted to start it because, like, the name is Young ATL. So I was, like, I was inspired by young people in Atlanta who were doing their thing. Like, Mm -hmm. just young people in Atlanta are different. Like, they're starting the podcast. They're starting businesses. Like, they are in media. They're musicians. They're, you know, they own fashion lines and stuff. So I was, like, that's an inspiration to me. So why don't don't I just put it on some clothes? You get what I'm saying? Like, why not? Like, that's where my mind was was at with it. And then I also wanted to transition it into, like, being a blog. Mm. Like, I was interested in, like, interviewing other young people who were doing great things and putting it on that blog. But then, you know, school came about, and then I was like, hmm, you know, I don't know what to do. And then it transitioned into my blog, IndieSharice.com. And then I just kept my clothing line because I think that's still important to, you know, uplift young people and show them, like, you can do anything. And, you know, just wearing the clothes is just another, you know, symbol of that. Young Mm. ATL, like, literally just embody what it's like being young in Atlanta, period. So do you think it's hard to balance... Your media life in school and with Mm, the brand? Yeah, I could say it's hard because, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm so stuck in the grind of everything, and I I forget to, like, balance it all. Like, even, like, with school, like, I I do my work and stuff, but I can't find the balance between fun and, like, trying to make a name for myself. Mm. And I feel like that's my fault because, you know, some people are able to make a balance and do different things, but it's just, like, where I'm at with it, I, I just, you know, go so hard with work and trying to, you know, build a brand and build a name for myself. And, you know, I just lose out on the fact that there's so many other things that I have to keep track of. 
So, like, it gets hard, but it's just, like, I, I pray, I ground myself and just realize, okay, just take everything one step at a time. And everything is not even that deep. Like, if you really just, like, think about it and you sit back, you be like, you don't have to stress that. You don't have to overwork yourself or go to this or go to that because at the end of the day, what's going to come to you is going to come to you. So, like, balance is just, like, that's difficult, but I try and ground myself and make sure that I have it. Is it hard for you? Hmm, is it hard for me? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard because mm-hmm. then I have to go out, got find who I want to interview. Even yeah. though I have the lineup set up already, that's hard because I gotta. Car, let's say, hypothetically speaking, let's say I'm interviewing Lil Yachty. Yeah. Like next week, Lil Yachty cancels on me. Now I have no guests. Now I have to try to see who wants to be brung up on. I just bring on Joe. It's a lot of. It's just a lot it's of pivoting. Yeah. yeah, it's very hard. Well, yeah, it's very yeah. What you just said, pivoting. Um. Now let's talk about your aunt, big homie Kodak. Yeah. How you meet him? Okay, so how did I meet Kodak? So like the week before my birthday, Young Thug had a pop up at um, DTLR on Camp Creek. Right. So I was like, I'm gonna go, you know, try and network or whatever. And then Kodak was just there. Like my sister, he went to school with my sister in like 2010, mm-hmm. and she just happened to be there with me. And she saw Kodak, and my mom was like, you know, say something, like, you know, for your sister, because he does media, and that's something I was interested in. And then my sister Nia was like, hey, Kodak, what's up? My sister in there. And then Kodak literally, like, connected with me. He's like, I don't have any opportunities right now, because, you know, it's kind of hectic, but text me, and then we'll make something work. So I texted him the next week, and then he put me in a group chat, the Big Homies House group chat, as an intern. Mm. And then here I am, like, I'm the AUC lead for the Big Homies House, you know, the Big Homie and JoJo show, because they just got, you know, on the radio with iHeartRadio, the Beat ATL. That's oh, a plug. Started, they just started getting on the radio. Yeah, like, because they put in the work. And it's just like, wow. That's it just literally happened, like, spur of the moment. My sister had connected me, and then my life completely changed. And it's just like, that's really like the OG. Like, him and JoJo really put me on, put me in spaces like the young people are like fighting to get into because it's so, you know, people gatekeeping is hard. So I just really appreciate like them plugging me. And, um, Oh, it's I just really appreciate them for plugging me and putting me in spaces, you know, to be able to like tell stories and interview people and allow them to tell their stories too, and just put on for young people in the culture. So I just, yeah, for sure. What you have to say, Joel? I just had a question. <laughs> yeah, it's dealing, it's dealing with media, so you know, uh, you know, getting into media and stuff is already hard as it is. Do you feel like? You know, someone who may have the connections trying to, you know, gatekeep, especially like as a woman or woman to woman, if you go to somebody that's a woman, of course, do you feel like, you know, there's gatekeeping or they don't try to give you all the information that they've been taught or given to you? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hella gatekeeping, especially mm-hmm. in Atlanta. But I feel like sometimes I feel like it's either gatekeeping or that moment really wasn't meant for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I reach out to people and all this type of stuff. But it's like, if I didn't get that opportunity, it's not a miss. It's not like something bad happened. It's just like, that wasn't my blessing in that moment. Like, everything is patience. Everything takes time. But then at the same time, people be trying to, you know, keep young people out of the gate because they think that we're we're silly or we're not serious about our craft. But, like, giving press passes or, you know, giving media passes, like, that's not, you know... That's not to be taken lightly, and I feel like young people who are really trying to get their foot in the door are really going to do big things. So, like, gatekeeping really sucks. Like, it's no point in even doing that. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a lot of, and I think it should stop. Like, give young people chances because, like, eventually we're the people that are going to be employing y'all or, you know, you have to pass the baton to us. So, like, mm-hmm. gatekeeping freaking sucks. Even, even with the younger crowd, do you feel like people who are young, you know, they try to act Hollywood and all that stuff, but they're, they're local. I mean, yeah, because I I think when young people sometimes like in our generation, if we're not supporting one another, it's either like we're looking down on each other or trying to keep, you know, certain things from each other. But it's like, why? You get what I'm saying? I mean, not to cut you off, but I think it's like whenever you try to like you give someone information, they just waste it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's like that happens a lot of like a lot. And some people that just want to gatekeep, they don't want to gatekeep just because they don't want to give you the information. They just don't want to give you information and then you just don't use it. You see what I'm saying? They want people oh, to you're, actually you're use. saying they're keeping it. I mean, but yeah. It's not like they're keeping it for themselves. It's like 
they want to give it to people that's actually going to use the information. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. But how are you going to know who's going to use it if you don't give it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. How are you going to... How are you going to know what a person can do if you don't give them the opportunity to show that they can? It's like, it's it's just like if they, um, you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. If mm. they if they fuck up, then okay. But if they don't, then you open the door for more people. You know, you really just have to, you know, kick the door open and keep it open. You know what I'm saying? For people to come in. And everybody else, they're going to wean themselves out. If they're not serious about it, like, they're going to slowly fall off and do something else. And that's mm. okay. Like, I just feel like we can't gatekeep, like, just think about the opportunities that you wish that you would have had that somebody gate kept from you because they thought you might not have been serious. Mm. But you came back and you have a podcast and you're doing great things. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we just have to give each other chances. That's like the, the biggest thing. Hashtag stop gatekeeping. Stop gatekeeping. It's lame. You're lame. She said it. I didn't say all that. She Don't said. gatekeep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't gatekeep. <laughs> Give young people a chance, please. Has somebody ever gatekeep from you? Um, yeah, they have. I mean, we don't say no names. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I tried it. But it's just like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, people try to gate, and it's not even, not even on like media stuff. Well, it do be media stuff sometimes because like people know the answers and where to point you to, but sometimes they don't want to. Mm. But at the same time. Like, even with fashion or clothes or just things like, hey, where you get that from? Oh, I forgot. I don't know. Like, you can tell somebody gatekeeping. It's lame. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I just, I just take it and I go harder. Like, you know, I don't take no. Like, if I see a no, I just go to the next door and I keep on trying. Like, that's the purpose. Because if I stop trying, then I'm not going to get nowhere. So, somebody not going to gatekeep. Kodak didn't gatekeep. So. Damn. Damn, she on her shit. She's popping her shit. I mean. Hey. It's what it is, man. Yeah. All right. So, because I heard you spoke about this with Simon when I was I tuned in with y'all. Um, I want to bring back the question like he asked again. Uh, do you feel like students' mental health isn't taken as serious <laughs> yes. when it comes to schools? Yes. Because I feel like they know we be under stress. They know we be going through these things. And it's just like they pile on work or they just don't understand, like, why we might be late to class or... Mm -hmm all these different type of things and it's just like take our mental health into consideration. There should not be there should not be suicides. There should not be depression. Like people shouldn't have to deal with these things alone or have to, you know, work on so much by themselves and have so much on them. Like mental health is an important thing, especially as a student. We go through so many things. People are away from home. You know, they have different things, you know, going on. So it's just like take our mental health serious so that we can be better students and be better citizens for the world. You get what I'm saying? Does he do my phone? You do my phone? This guy. You have that on your in your gallery? Dog, oh, you gotta delete that shit. That shit is a very big file. Voice card. Yes, it did. How you gonna tell me? How you gonna tell me what I heard? You're right. You got me. That's racist. Is there a tissue out there? Well, no. Oh, I didn't know you could open the door. He can hear it. You can ask him. Oh. I think he just stepped out. I think he just stepped out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to the audio listeners, too. They hear all of this. I don't edit the audio at all. Really? I don't. So, do you master podcast audio? Uh, I used to. Like I'm saying, like, do you, like, you have oh, to master ma it? Like, to... I mean... Like, how you do music? Do you master? No, he does it. No, I'm saying like what? when doing a podcast, do you is the process the same as when you make music? Yeah. Okay. Like when I first started out, yeah, it's the same. It's the same process. Like if I was just screaming the mic, I have to go in and 
turn that down. Yeah. Uh, what question were you on? Oh, the mental health with students. Oh, well, yeah. You don't, you don't gotta read it. Really. Okay. We, we get the point. You know, yeah. it sucks how they treat us. But you know, it's college, so. Right. Yeah, I feel like Joe Budden right now. Why? Oh my God. I don't know. Please don't start yelling. Well, I'm not going to start yelling. Oh my God! Everyday struggle. Like, I don't even like Joe Budden like that. Oh. I don't. I'm gonna put that in the air. I don't. Okay. Don't respect myself. Is there a media person that you don't like? Mm, let me not say that because uh, of the doors that I have okay. to get into. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. I just don't like Joe Budden. Yeah. I don't like people who degrade women on their shows. Mm, I, know, I, I think, think I know what she's talking about. I know what she's talking about. I think we need to stop, you know, degrading women. Like, if you... Bro. I don't watch enough of his stuff to, like, really comment on that, though. But I'm just saying, in general, like, if you're going to bring somebody on a show or a podcast, please do not degrade them. Please don't. Why are they talking? We love women. We do. Okay, but who who inspires you? Who inspires me? Oh, who my God. Who inspires India Rice? Okay. Can I go off on my list? Man, okay. go crazy. This is this is your platform. Issa Rae, Angie Martinez. Okay. Um, I just see a little bit of Angie in you. So. Really? Yeah. I, that is the biggest compliment. Um, What's the guy who does uh, Hot Ones? What's his name? Oh, Seth Fowler. Yeah. He is one of my, like, him and Narwar are one of my goats because like the way that they like research and make people feel comfortable like when they're talking to them is really something that I really really hope to you know get to like where people are like whoa how'd you know that like I really aspire to do that especially like with music and stuff like that's where I want to get to and then um let me see um what's it called Joe what is it? Is, it, is it Joe? De La Puma off of... Um, Joe La Puma. Yeah. The GOAT. Yeah, he's one of my definite GOATs because he knows a lot too and he knows his shoes. And then, um, let me see, who else? Don't this stop? Okay. Um, who else? I, there's so many people that I really, really adore. I love Taylor Rooks. I love how much she knows about, you know, sports and the media industry. I love Scotty Beam, Sylvia Obel. Um, Gia Peppers, just mm. all women who are breaking boundaries and really like putting on for women in the in the industry. Like it's crazy how much Taylor Rooks knows about athletics and sports and just making like athletes feel comfortable enough to talk to her. Like I'm just really inspired by that. Just like all women who are just knowing their stuff, showing up cute, and just being all that they can be in the industry. Like I really you know aspire for, to be like that. Oh, that's nice. Well, like for me, I got. Charlemagne, mm-hmm. Angie Martinez, of course. Yes, yeah, Narwar, because it's, it's crazy how Narwar knows so he knows much. Like his, his research skills is insane. I'm trying exactly. to get like that. Him, Joe Puma, of course. Yeah, he's a goat. I know there's more. There's definitely more in there. Shout out Kodak and JoJo, period. Them two as well. Cause I saw the clip with them with Kodak. That was hilarious. Uh, I already said I don't like Joe Budden for obvious reasons. Uh, that's re- oh, and Angelina Jolie's who heard. I mean, not Jolie. What's her name? Angel. What's her name from the Breakfast Club? What's her name? Angela. No, Angela it's Yee. Angela Yee. There, there you go. Yeah, shout out to her too. Yeah, cool people. Okay. Um, what's one of your biggest goals right now? One of my biggest goals. One of my biggest goals is to get an internship this summer out of state in a fashion capital, whether mm. that be New York, whether that be L.A. Um, out of the country if possible, you know. I mean, and Atlanta's cool too. Like, I have internships, but I really just want to like be in like a newsroom or be in um spaces where I'm just like experiencing things alone. Like, I really was shooting for um New York because like New York is very cutthroat. So it's just like mm-hmm. if I could make it in New York and take advice and listen to people and you know really just understand like a diff like a bigger market than Atlanta, then I feel like it's gonna take me to the next level and understand media in a way that I need to know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a very big goal. Thank All right. You. This is the, this is the last serious question because this is just a serious segment. This is just okay. Uh, how do you feel about the Britney Griner situation with her in Russia? Oh man, I think it fucking sucks. Like, oh my god, because she was the last one to leave, correct? Correct. So I don't know. It's because that whole Russia situation is just awkward anyway. And awful so i really hope that she's able to get out especially like you know i don't know 
Like, and the one thing I don't, I gotta put this out there too. The one thing I don't appreciate is how people be like, "Oh, why was she in Russia in the first place?" Right. People don't she's understand. An she's an athlete, and the first off, the WNBA doesn't pay as well. So she gotta so she go has, over she there. She has to go play overseas, but she makes more money. Right. Right. So if y'all don't want us to be stuck over there, treat us with a little more respect. Allow the WNBA to really like flourish. Be yeah, exactly. Uh, Cause like women can ball. Like you see, like we really can. Like you look at all the women, all the women athletes who just, you know, are just going crazy. We shouldn't have to go to other countries to feel valued and to have more money. You know, it's just it sucks. Like the way, oh my god, the way that our league is set up is so annoying to me. But. You know, that's just for us to fix. I hope that this shows y'all, like, take the WNBA serious, you know. Well, I mean, I under see, it's kind of like a... People just need to tune in. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like they not. For obvious... For, it means for obvious reasons, What's though. obvious, though? Like, you don't, like... I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it either, but, like... Say what? It's, it's I hate to say it too. I hate to say it, but it's like for okay. I'm not gonna say it from my from my point of view. I'm gonna say it for like yeah. in the audience. When you go watch the NBA, you're gonna see something exciting. You don't see as much exciting clips or exciting plays from the WNBA compared to the NBA. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying as a like not to degrade them or anything. Yeah, I... it's just that women. It's scientific too. It's all, it's something science too. Like women, oh my god. <laughs> I'm lit, but I'm I'm listening bad. to you though. But it's gonna sound bad regardless of what you say. But if you go on YouTube or just like watch an actual game, it's it's not as exciting compared to an and NBA isn't game. Isn't there certain rules that you know women have to abide by versus men in the NBA? I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I don't know. But I feel like if there's something that's worth changing, like, let's talk about it. Like, let's come to the table and be like, okay, let's talk about it. Because I think women deserve as much recognition, like, as men do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think about a Sue Bird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, just... That, I said, it's just the sour guy. Candace Parker, bro. Doesn't make sense, to be honest. Like, that is insane. I just... I don't know. They're only getting paid $250,000. Wow. Yeah. For example, LeBron's getting paid thirty eight million. I just think women deserve chances, period. You know? I agree. That sucks. But yeah. Free Brittany Griner. Make sure she's safe, please. I think her release date was like I saw this on Instagram, but I don't know how true it is. It was like May. Cause they pushed it back. Oh, they pushed it up. They pushed it up? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay, cool. Huh? Wait, didn't they push it back? No, they pushed it up. Okay, cool. What you mean? Cool. Uh, huh? Wait, Wait she all... the release? The they pushed it up like for her to be released. As yeah, in she, as in she has more. She has more days. Serve. Yeah, she has more days to serve. You talking about? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Kanye so, moment. It's so sad. It is. It is. Oh, she okay, y'all. Free Britney Garner. All right. No more, no more serious, serious, okay. serious questions. Let's now get we're on to fun. Let's get fun. I like your sneakers. Like, thank you. How big are you in the sneaker game? I love sneakers. My dad was like the biggest sneakerhead. So, what's your favorite sneaker? Oh my god. Okay, so if we're, it depends on the type of shoe. Mm. So my favorite shoe, like period, right now is anything golf, anything like golf Converse. Like oh, if we're talking about those, I thought she was shoes. talking about like. <laughs> No, not golf shoes. <laughs> I thought you were talking about golf shoes. I was about to say, what the hell? I love golf Lafleur. Um, my favorite Converse, no, not my favorite Converse, my favorite gym, no, my favorite Vans mm. were the Tribe Called Quest Vans. The um, the low ones, and they were like red and um, green. I love those. Um, my favorite like sneakers, I was going to say Nike, but then I feel like I'm pivoting these days. Same. Like Adidas has some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Jays, of course. Like, I've okay, so this is the thing. I've never owned a pair of ones. And I feel like I've never owned a pair of ones because I want retro ones. All right, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, you mean Air Force ones or Air Jordan ones? I've never, uh, yes, Jordan ones. Okay. Like, Air Forces, that's okay. a weird silhouette to me. Because Joe like, never got, he never he never wore a pair of Air Force ones. So I had to, clear, I had to get that. I, I didn't I've either. Never, I've never had a pair of Air Force ones. What? I've never had a pair of Jordans. 
But I'm not, because see, I've never had, like, until recently, I just caught my first pair of black forces. And I know what y'all going to say, but I chose black because I didn't want white. Like, I thought I wanted to be different, allegedly. And then my cousin had designed them, and they're like, they have smiley oh, yeah, faces on the back. Yeah, those are, like, my favorite pair of shoes because my cousin did them. But, um, yeah, I love sneakers. Like, just looking at my dad, like, and he knew so much about sneakers. And I feel like that's why, like, I don't get into, like, much of the hype anymore, like, I haven't gotten a pair of dunks yet because I just know that my dad taught me so much about the history of sneakers. So when it's time for me to like be up and really on it, like I'm going to have the OGs because mm. that is really like, that's important to me. The history of sneakers is more important than, you know, buying shoes off hype. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. why I love sneaker collaborations. Like I love Yeezy. I love Tyler, all this type of stuff because I'm very interested in pop culture. So it has to be, it has to be a story. Like these are AWOCs. So AWOC is... Um, Anna Wintour of Vogue. And then the silhouette is based off of the, the clothes that she wears. So she wears like a lot of like knit clothes and like different things. And that's just her, you know, transferred into a sneaker. And it's mm. me manifesting working at Vogue. But it's like I'm mm. interested in the history of sneakers. So that's really where I'm at with it. Yeah, we're at complex soon. But um, no, those actually remind me of uh, there's these Jordan 1s that Justin Timberlake had when he went on tour. Yeah. Literally just like that, but not all red. But yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I'm more of an OG colorway type of person when it comes like the Jordans. But like when it comes to new stuff, mm -hmm. like, very, bro. Man, don't be saying that. We got Jordan collabs to get. Come on now. Exactly. No. <laughs> I would rather. No, nah, let me not say that. Let me not say that. You would rather would, what though? I would love. I would love to collab. Cause that's one that's one like dream goal that I have like to have our first collaborative design as a podcast as a brand in general that would be dope that would be crazy and it will definitely be probably uh, i wanted to be with adidas mm -hmm. so lean more towards yeezy because yeah. i love what yeezy does with the designs like it's yeah it's, it's crazy. different breaks the barrier mm -hmm. but i'll probably just be generic and go to nike or adidas shout but out but it's like anything's a blessing as long as you like trick it to make it how you want it right. to look like that's how i love i watched that interview tyler did he was like converse really gave me the opportunity to really do whatever i wanted exactly. to exactly and i feel like he just literally broke the mold with his shoes and i just think that's like the most awesome thing ever and it goes back to what you just said how people take a chance because converse definitely took a chance on tyler yeah like and it's so funny because like they gatekeep in the industry like there's so many different <laughs> things or like when kanye was like i'm the first to ever check nike you get what i'm saying like crazy. i just think oh my god like just disruptors in the industry is just huge like be a disruptor you know yeah would you consider yourself a disruptor? Um, I hope to be. Mm. I really do. I mean, maybe I can consider myself a disruptor because of what I stand for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I stand for putting people on. Like, I feel like we're losing a lot of that these days. And, I mean, I think it's slowly coming back. But my goal is to really put my people on and put people in positions to really succeed. Like, I want to shout people out. I want to shout out black businesses and all the different things going on. And I think that's a way of disrupting things. And, you know, changing the narrative that everything has to be so freaking generic all the time. Mm. So that's how I disrupt it. I'm trying to change the game by being positive and really pushing something that needs to be heard by everybody. You know? Yeah. All right. So next question. Um, you want to have one exotic pet. Ooh, what would it be? An exotic pet. An exotic Ooh. Pet. I want a peacock. <laughs> I want a peacock. Joey, the bird. Yeah. Peacocks are hard. What are y'all? Peacocks isn't the, are hard. Isn't the peacock with the uh with all the, the feathers? The feathers. That's hard. Yeah, peacocks are hard, man. That's crazy. Cause what? Then we didn't ask Alani this, but Prince said an otter. What did you say? An otter. An One otter. of our guests said an otter. That's exotic. That's real exotic. They seem friendly, but them them. things look like they'll tear you up. A peacock a tear you up, too. I want a penguin. Oh, my God. That's going to be such much maintenance, though. What you mean? You ever seen Mr. Uh, Popper's Penguins? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be your life, man. But it's like, who do you see out here with a penguin, though? I like, don't. I'm really going to be stepping with the penguin, for real. Yeah. That is huh? hard. No. That's He's mean. Roman. He's a Roman. Right. He out here. I'm gonna give him a chain too. Yeah, ice That'd be cold. That'll be hard. Yes, That'll be bro. hard. Yeah, that would be hard. We gotta get Justin a penguin, bro. Give me a penguin, man. Even though I found out, I just found out it's illegal to actually own a 
Well, it's illegal to own a lot of animals. But why is it a penguin though, bro? That's but it's dangerous. It's if you would own a penguin, can you imagine how bad that could go? How bad can it go? Like you really gotta have the right equipment to have a penguin. I'm gonna get the equipment. All right. I'm gonna get that penguin. See, so Peter, don't come for Justin, okay? When he gets his penguin, <sighs> life is gonna be good. They just be on my dick. It's okay though. Uh, I'm gonna get that penguin still. Do you think Atlanta is the new LA? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. No, I don't think it's the new LA. I think it's just um. The new it place. Not even the new, because Atlanta been it. But I feel mm. like, I mean, I guess it's the new Hollywood, like, you know, movie stuff. I just feel like we own, like, period. There's nothing like Atlanta. There's nothing like Atlanta. Like, we are so on, period. Like, we're so unique. And, like, there's so much culture here. Like, we're literally Atlanta. Like, we knew Atlanta, period. Like, we're not anything else. Like, we're literally Atlanta. And we're putting on for the East Coast in an awesome way. For sure. So is it New York over Atlanta or Atlanta over New York? I mean, but that's the thing. I went to New York a couple years ago and didn't really appreciate it, but then now wow. I'm trying to go back. I didn't appreciate it as much as I thought. And then I looked back and I was like, one, a lot of my favorite music groups and like hip-hop and fashion is from New York. And like a lot of like publications and stuff is in New York. So I'm like, you know, there's so much culture in New York to take from. But I'm always going to be Atlanta. Always. Like that's where it's at. You should go to Soho. Yes, I love Soho. Soho is Amazing. Yes, fashion, all that. Yes. Love so. And also, go. I go down to the hood, Canarsie. Because, yeah. see, when I went, but that's the thing. When we went to um New York, we went everywhere. I went to Rucker Park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, We stayed in Staten Island. Uh-huh. We, um, you know, took the ferry back and forth. Like, we were everywhere. We was in the hoods. Because, like, that's what I, like, we would always travel. We always make sure that we're seeing what's actually there. I so saw my first know, crackhead there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Not hilarious. your first. How hilarious. recent though? How recent? Like when did you see your first crackhead? When I went to Brooklyn. Like recently? Recently. You've never seen a, a crackhead? I mean, I've never seen a crackhead do what she did. Oh. Type shit. We can't mention that, can we? Huh? Can we mention? She that? was a little. I can. Yeah, she was fighting the air. Oh, okay. Like no, nah, like fighting the air. Like she was really square. She was <laughs> no, getting right with. She the was air. getting right with the air. Right outside the deli. Now, I ordered my first bacon, egg, and cheese there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was very nerve-wracking. Were they good? No. It was very mid. New York, they be eating good. Because um, in Staten Island, like, they made, like, the sandwiches in the deli, and that mess was hitting, bro. Yeah. And the way I had to order, it was very scary because bro had his back turned the whole time. I was nervous. I was like, does he hear me right now? And my cousin yeah. was like, yeah, go ahead and say it. I was like, yo, yo, bro. Was like, I know you did not say it like that. I had to. He probably read you too. But probably when I walked in, yeah. Like <laughs> I was a newbie. But it's okay though. I'm looking at what? <laughs> this is producer Joe. I'm going to put a segment where it be like, just blame producer Joel. <laughs> I'm going to do that. You good now? Okay. Thank you, producer Joel. Um, so who is on your Mount Rushmore for Atlanta? Influences? Oh, my God. I've been thinking influ- about- influences in general. I've been thinking about that a lot, and I have really? been putting it together so when I am asked, I'm prepared. But, okay. So if we're talking about rap in Atlanta, okay. I, of course, Baby got to be on it because Baby is my goat okay. right now, one of my goats. Okay. Okay, Baby- I feel like I feel like people are gonna say like Gucci as a given, but I don't know. Okay, baby, mm. can I do like five? Go no, go go. Okay, Am, are we doing the Rushmore? Or just my goats These are your in goats. Atlanta. This is your goats. We my just goats. Consi- we just consider them as a Rushmore just for the title. Okay, baby, <laughs> baby. Of course, a thug, Cardi, um, Childish Gambino. Like if we name it Atlanta, bro. People. Why would you? What's up? What's up, Joe? What's, <laughs> what's up, Joe? What's wrong with Childish Gambino, bro? Oh, God. I love Jid. You need your camera. You need a camera. We need a camera pointed at Joe. This is y'all right. can see his expressions. Exactly. And then Amaretta's cool. Lotto, but y'all y'all say she not from Atlanta. Monica. Mulatto? Yes. Where she's from? Clayco. 
They said, Cletco is not Atlanta, you know? But Amretta's cool. Lotto's cool. Monica's cool. Like, I just love, I love Atlanta. I'm trying to think. Who else is, because it's it's people out here that folks don't consider Atlanta. Like, Charles Gambino, folks don't consider him Atlanta, but he's so Atlanta. Isn't he from uh, Lithonia? I'm guessing. I think he's probably not considered Atlanta. You get what I'm saying? Technically. But he's putting on for Atlanta. The Jeezys, of course. You know. He's from Atlanta. I just, yeah. We brought him. He's from Atlanta. Yeah. Mulatto, too. Mm-hmm. Anybody who just changed the game for Atlanta and made people think more about Atlanta deserve to be from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So what's not Atlanta, though? What's not your, Atlanta? Your um, What's not Atlanta? Stone Mountain. Damn. Stockbridge. Damn. Um, I don't know. I, Fairburn's not Atlanta. Mm. Mm. Um, mm, you sure? Is it? It's like on the edge of Atlanta. So yeah. would it be considered I mean, a little my bit thing is, if you putting on for Atlanta, you claiming Atlanta, you doing something good, then you from Atlanta. But it's just like the outskirts, though. Like if you from Stone Mountain, can you claim Atlanta? Why you say? <laughs> if you're from Stone Mountain, can you claim Atlanta? A lot of people in Stockbridge, they claim to be Atlanta because they say. Oh no, that's crazy. Close to everything from what they say. But yeah. I mean, if we talking about what your address says, if your address say Atlanta, you from Atlanta. But if it don't say Atlanta, then it's not Atlanta, I guess. Don't don't get me in on it, cause somebody gonna be like, "Idiot, you not even from Atlanta." So I'm just be okay. Where are you from? I mean, I'm technically from Atlanta. I didn't answer the question, India. But I was a military brat, so it's like I lived everywhere. Okay, and then, I can, I, I, you I can slide. I can slide. Then. Yeah, like I'm from Atlanta. Right. See, now I'm fighting for my status. <laughs> so don't even, don't even try to ask me where I'm from. Hey, I ain't say, it. I ain't say. It. So, on the podcast, India, we have this game called Rapid Picks. Oh, okay. So it's like you pick either or. But the one thing is you can't pick neither. Okay. You have to choose. All right. Yeah. So first things first, ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. 21 or Thug. Why the, why, yeah, why the yeah. freak he asked me that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, 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 can I explain? Yeah, you can explain. Okay, so I, I, I love both, but 21 Savage let me out of the parking garage when I was stuck a couple, like, m- weeks ago. For so, real? I guess for that. How'd you, how'd I, he was just there? Like, I was stuck. My nails are too long, so I couldn't get my card out of the machine fast enough. Right. And 21 Savage let me out of the parking garage. I looked at him. I was like, thank you. I looked at him again. I said, oh, my God. And I was like, thank you, 21. Like, because <laughs> he let like, he That's did not so have random. to do that. So I was like, okay, so for the purpose of this, we're going to say 21 for now. But She's saying for now. We'll revisit it, I guess. All right. Streetwear or designer? Hmm? Streetwear or designer? I mean, can't, but you. What? What's the difference? What's the difference these days? Hmm. That's a good. That's a good point. Alani said the same thing. Alaska said the same thing. He was yeah. like streetwear, but designer gets influenced by streetwear. Right, and vice versa. I guess we can make an exception. Make yeah. it easier for this one. It's like both. You gotta claim both. All right, for females, makeup or natural. Makeup or natural. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's problematic to choose one or the other. It's problematic. Yes. Why? To be like, because if I'm gonna say. Well, for my purpose, I mean, I like them both, though. Because it's like, you can't be like, you can't just be like, oh, you know, I like natural. Like, that makeup stuff is, like, lame. Or you can't be like, I like makeup because, like, that natural stuff is lame. Like, we do both well. Oh, right, just for this show, like, which one would you pick? Just for this show. I mean, okay. we know you're saying both right now, but just for the, just for the sake of On the a movie. regular, probably natural. Because makeup is time-consuming sometimes. All right. Inside or outside? Inside. Outside. Okay, in person or virtual? In person. Falcons or Hawks? Mm. Mm. Good God. Yeah. Got hit with it fast. Yeah. Uh, Hawks. Hawks, okay. Uh, Kanye or virtual? That, that's disrespectful. We got to go to the how's that? How's that disrespectful? <laughs> what do you... Because it is. Rest, rest in peace to Virgil, bro. How is that disrespectful? How is it not, though? Rest in peace to Virgil? Do I have to answer? If you, if you you could just say skip if you don't want. Yeah, to I do want to skip though. Okay, pineapples <laughs> or no pineapples? Ooh, pineapples. You talking Ooh, about on pizza or no? On pizza, yes. No pineapples. No pineapples. Good no, God. bro. No. 
I barely even like pizza as it is. There's on there's only few pizza places that I eat at. Fellini's is the plug. I never had that. Nah. I've had Oz. Like, I don't like red sauce. Red sauce scares me. I had a bad dream about it, and it tasted nasty in my dreams, dream, so I don't eat it. What was your dream? It was just, I was just eating a whole bunch of red sauce, and I tasted it while I was sleeping. I was like, I hate red sauce now. <laughs> just that's, put that's cheese that's on bread. That's me with mashed potatoes. <laughs> she said put cheese on bread. Am I lame for that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a weird quirk. Uh, American Daily or Wingstop? <laughs> American <laughs> Daily? <laughs> Is Wingstop still doing a thing where um Shout they do Ross. like a uh, breast and I like never, they put nah. like the hot seasoning on it, bro? They still do that. Oh my god, my friend, she was about to order something. She was like, "If they give me a breast with buffalo sauce on it, I'm throwing up." And I was like, "Oh god." But yeah, but <laughs> I American Deli been slacking lately. Like they wings little. Yeah, bro, the little drums is like they small. Man, nah, it's crazy. Uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna say this one. What is it? Let me hear it. You sure? Let me hear it. What does it say? All right. No arms or no legs. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Wow. Dang. Yeah, we're just going to skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't act shy. You don't want to say say it. No, I had to hear it, though. Yeah, no. Actions or comedies? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm, That's a good question. Comedy though, comedy. Mm. It can. It can. Mm. Depending on my mood. Warm or cold. Warm. Ranch or blue cheese. Blue cheese. Yuck. Okay, last one. This is gonna be a hard one. Well, probably not, cause you just said it. Baby or gonna. What the? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Wait, no, I'm not saying that. Skip. Please. <laughs> but no, listen. YSL, I would love to create content for y'all, like, for real. Baby, I would love to create content for you. QC, I'm really plugging myself. I'm a young student at Clark Atlanta University. I need the internship credits, so whichever one of y'all want to slide, I got a resume on deck for y'all, so both. <laughs> she just broke all the rules, bro, so we're just going to let it slide, bro. We're just rookie. At this point, at this point... we. Nah. <laughs> At this point, I'm just gonna take out the whole either either part. We're just gonna take that out. Cause India, she's not gonna. You can't let. You can't make me choose. You really can't. Oh, I'm last so one. Indecisive. This is the last one for real. Apple or Spotify? Mm, Apple. That's what I use. So, I wish I could have a Spotify wrap though, and like the receipt. But I'm with Apple, so I just it is what it is. All right. Well, India. I appreciate you coming on for the show. Finally, this was heavily requested. Oh, who do you want us to interview next? You mentioned Lil Yachty. Is that a manifestation? Very big manifestation. So, Lil Yachty. LaBoat, come through, man. (laughs) All right, that's out.